The Green Bay Packers Mentor-Protégé Program presents the Lessons in Success podcast with Anna Steinfest. Every week, we will bring you the strategies and resources you need to build your business and add knowledge and expertise in order to have a profitable future for your business. Here's your host, the administrator of the Green Bay Packers Mentor-Protégé Program, Anna Steinfest. Hello, everyone, and thank you for listening to our new episode of the podcast, Lessons in Success. I'm here with my co-host, Dr. Michael Troyer, and today we will push your thinking toward what you want to do as your company recover and move towards growth. Good morning, Michael. Hi, Anna. Good to see you. Very good to see you. And just for our listeners, I just wanted to give you kind of an agenda before we start. So we will talk about three things today, crisis, recovery, and growth of your company. You need, and and the very first thing we have to say is like, you need to prepare to leave the crisis behind you by preparing for its end in advance. What do you think, Michael? That's a key word, in advance. So you don't wait until somebody tells you that, hey, the, the, the recession or the crisis is done, now you can go back to normal. And it probably isn't going to be a normal. You really need somewhere in prior to this to begin to plan things in advance. Uh, I'll give a quick analogy, and then I'm going to ask you to, to give them those three words that we've talked about a lot. Uh, I want you to think about a, a race car. I had the chance to put, to take a NASCAR nationwide race car around the track down in Milwaukee, the Milwaukee mile. And what I learned in my 12 laps, because I wanted to pass people and I didn't want anybody to pass me, was that I had to begin to plan my strategy probably in the second turn coming into the back straightaway and all the way down that back straightaway and then into turns three and four, because the time to pass somebody is coming out of a turn. And by then I'd put my car where I wanted it to either go down below the driver ahead of me or go up above them, but to surprise them and be prepared to do what I needed to do to get to get around them, to leave them behind, grabbing market share, if you will. So we're really saying that far in advance, you need to kind of plan how you're going to both get through the crisis and then come out of it stronger and better. But those words connect, adjust, engage. What do they mean to you, Anna? Well, right now, it's extremely important uh, during crisis to connect with your customers, to communicate with your customers what exactly your company is doing and how you're doing it. And when we talk about communication, you have to make sure that you send a very relevant communication to your customers. You have to change your messages. Your message during crisis should be totally different than the message you had sent them few months before the crisis adjust you have to make sure that also when communicating and we had done a podcast on that but communicating and gathering information from your customers okay now you're gathering information from your customers they're changing their um, behaviors you have to adjust how do you adjust your services and products to make sure that you will satisfy the new need of the customer. And again, the engage part we've talked about, but you have to stay engaged and you have to check the pulse of your customers all the time. I'd I'd add to that, you you should be doing the same thing with your suppliers, uh, probably even your financial institutions, but particularly suppliers 
and even keeping an eye on customers. You're you're making adjustments because they're changing and you need to, to figure out how you relate to them as they change and as you change. And you need to keep them engaged because you're going to need those suppliers as you come out of this. Absolutely. And right now, the companies during a crisis should uh, think about, um, we can call it human at the core. They, you need to rethink your operation, uh, operating models based on how your people best perform and work. Also, we've talked about that, but we can call that that you should develop a purpose-driven customer playbook. I know that a lot of our um, companies, um, they think about customers first, customer first, but you know what? It's easy to sell during um, prosperity. Now it's totally different. Now you really need to listen to your customers what they need. You should not be pushing your product just because you love your product so much because they will not buy it right now, especially when the behaviors are changing. So create this playbook. Our next step after having managed your way through that recovery, through that crisis, I'm sorry, and, and now you're moving into that mode of recovery. You've made it through. Uh, maybe you've uh, suffered some some uh, losses here and there, whether it's you know, employees or customers, it's time for recovery. And so we want to talk a little bit about that transition into that kind of new mode of, of thinking, that beginning to look ahead, uh, changing your strategic mindset. Now it's no longer just surviving. It's what do I do to make my business, in fact, better? How can I improve my competitive position? Uh, for example, as a, as a consulting firm, I changed my name. Uh, I'm trying to reposition where I am and I want to be there as this unfolds so that I come out much stronger than I am now. Uh, so there's some other things we, we want you to think about. Not only how, how can you improve your, your position and, and that's both internally <clears throat> strengthening your business in terms of its productivity and, and uh, what you can get done, but also externally in terms of how your customers view you. Uh, but should you should you be looking at an acquisition if you have some reserves you've been able to sustain? You're going to find that some firms have dropped in value. Is this a time to add one that offers you a, a set of capabilities that you don't have or some customers that you might like, might like to build into your customer base? Uh, so an acquisition is a choice. Another might be to look around and see where are some really good talent that if you have the resources, now's the time to grab them before other firms start restaffing themselves or some of their talent is, is getting a little nervous about where their firm is going. That's the time to put that little uh, fishing lure out there and say, you know, I've got opportunities in my firm. Maybe you want to think about coming this way. It's going to go on a lot. People are going to try to poach each other's best talent. It's kind of an, un, an unspoken but natural process coming out of a, a recession or a crisis. I want you to think about how to make an early move to jump past your competition. I'm, I'm back to that racetrack example. How do I pass that car ahead of me? What are the things I have to do? Well, what are the things you have to do as a company to pass one or two of your competitors? Because this is probably the best opportunity you're going to have coming out of a, a crisis, a recession, to make that jump. But it has to be thought about way back at the beginning of the back straight, if you will, maintaining my analogy. What are some things you can do to differentiate and improve your business? Uh, how do you reposition yourself 
maybe you can find it. I talked in our previous podcast or webinar about a, a blue ocean strategy. Out there is the red ocean. It's full of the customers that we're all trying to serve. Uh, those customers have pulled back a little bit. They haven't been spending as much money. As you look ahead, can you see some blue oceans, some spots where there are customers who haven't been served or aren't being served now, who are hungry for what you could provide them? Make sure you then plan to move to that spot quicker than anybody else. Fill that blue ocean of unserved customers before somebody else thinks to do so. And then think about locking in all those relationships. You got some key suppliers, before, before the, the uh, crisis or recession ends, go to those suppliers and, and rebuild that relationship and lock those folks into being there for you as you grow, because you're going to need them. And they want to grow with you. So you can build a partnership or a relationship there. And then last, and I'm going to toss it to you on it. What about customers? What about those custom, customer relationships? <clears throat> well, Michael, you just said it that, uh, you know, like during the recovery uh, stage, uh, first of all, we'll be working in the new norm, like a lot of people uh, are saying out there, because it, it, it will, the market will totally change. Um, during recovery, we listen to our customers in order to find out how to tune the business and figure out how to package what we're offering to our customers in the most effective way. So you have to make sure that you start putting together uh, some very interesting and unique offers. You have to make sure that you target and relaunch some of your marketing efforts also, because I know that a lot of people right now during crisis, they kind of froze. They did not do any marketing um, which is wrong, but again, we understand that the first thing on your budget, it's the marketing, uh, um, paying to marketing companies. But you know, you can optimize some of your um, marketing efforts going with some kind of a very, very low social media and, um, and listening to your customers, being at the spots where your customers are gathering to make sure that, again, you're looking for trends, you're looking for behaviors, and how this translates to your products or services. This might also be a time, as you communicate to those customers, to, to take kind of an optimistic uh, perspective, if you will, to tell them that you feel you're in, in good shape, you intend to come uh, forward in, in even better shape, the reason I'm saying that is that the ends of recessions and other crises tend to be kind of emotional down periods. And all we, what we really want to hear is somebody who's feeling optimistic about the future. If I'm as a customer, if I'm going to start spending, I need to hear somebody talking to me in an optimistic uh, frame of mind. And so if you come to me uh, as my supplier uh, or as a company that I buy products from and you're positive, that's going to make me positive. So don't be afraid to speak to, the good results you've had surviving a very tough circumstance. You're not bragging. You're just saying we're on our way out of this now. Please join us. Let's let's grow together. So, uh, in that interaction with customers, I take that kind of point of view. Uh, I totally agree with you, Michael. And you know, like when we, you talk about preparing for pent up demand, though, I think that sometimes. Um, a company should be very, very careful not to overstaff right away. I think, yes, I think you want to come out of this 
this recovery in a smooth way. And what we see, of course, early on is this pent up demand. I'm sure automobile dealers, I think housing, uh, I think uh, I, I haven't seen my dentist for a while. He canceled all appointments. He's going to go crazy with people who want to now get in and, and uh, get their dental work done. Uh, and they've been waiting some months for that. Uh, any comfort products are going to see pent up demand, anything that makes us feel good. Uh, so we have to understand that that'll be there, but it it's only has a lifetime that, that's relatively short. Once we've caught up with that demand, we don't want to staffed up and then have to let people go. So just do it mindfully, do it, try to do it smoothly, take advantage of it, but don't overdo. And what about growth? Like we will say back in the game, what do we do during the growth? Now, now here's, here's an opportunity for that strategic plan that you probably should have been doing all through this period of time. How do you gear up to meet an opportunity for new growth? Are you building up the cash reserves as quickly as possible? Are you talking to your financial institution about if this opportunity presents itself? Are you going to back me up with, with a credit line or perhaps a loan so that I can expand my business ahead of others and, and take that jump past my competitors? Uh, there's lots of things we can say about how to grow your business. The point is to have the mindset. Coming out of this is my time to grow, and I want to be ready to do that. Uh, so you Absolutely. put yourself in the growth mindset. Absolutely. And you know, when we, we talk about growth, we just wanted to uh, touch on a few things because we don't want this podcast to be too long, but you know, like retain your best talent. Like Michael said, when you talk about the strategic planning, you have to make sure that you really have the best talent in your company. And right now it's, it, you have to reassess. You have to make sure that you re, re, you review some of your job descriptions and make sure that you attract the right person for this position to be in line with, again, your culture, with your mission. Always go back to that because it's very important to maintain the culture within the company. Um, and any other suggestions for growth, Michael, one or two before we um, have some final follow-up? Actually, I, this is maybe just a step back for a moment, but I want to encourage everybody at, the, at that same moment that you're thinking about growth to do something else that would be good for you. Let's build your next crisis action plan. Uh, do your after action review. What did we do well? What did we, where did we misstep? How do we avoid that the next time? We know there'll be another time when we're facing a recession or a crisis. What cash reserves do we want to build up and have in hand to get through the next one? Uh, we want to do some what if thinking. Uh, Royal Dutch Shell many, many, many years ago was having a strategic planning session and one individual said, what if uh, the barrel of oil goes up to $50 a barrel? What are we going to do? Everybody laughed. It's not going to happen. It's never happened. Why would we worry about that? He pushed forward. They put together a contingency plan for $50 a barrel oil. And some years later, Royal Dutch Shell benefited from having that contingency built into their plan. So don't forget to do that kind of of planning while it's fresh, while the pain is still there, you prepare yourself for the next time and then go and do that growth plan. That's, that's awesome. I mean, and like you said, uh, and I'll repeat what you said, that build strategic contingency planning into your culture for the future, it's extremely important for our listeners. Yes. All right, a quick recap. We talked about uh, coming out of the crisis and, and to get through that, Anna mentioned the, the ideas of connecting with your customers, 
making the adjustments as a, as a firm in your communication with them and in your communication with suppliers. Keep everybody engaged in uh, your, your firm and what you're doing with you uh, in order to make that recovery a healthy recovery. And then think about the transitions you want to make because you can look at this uh, recovery from that recession as an opportunity to do a number of things. You could make an acquisition. You could grab some good talent that's out there. Uh, you could further differentiate your firm relative to your competition and move yourself ahead of them. Uh, you can really strengthen, lock in those relationships with uh, some of your customers and your suppliers. And then finally, you want to build that growth plan. You want to put together, again, long before this ends, you want to put together a growth plan. What resources are we going to pull together and make sure that we're out ahead of as many people as we can. We can't be too far ahead, but we need to be ahead. We need to be planning and, and make that jump that helps us be that strong firm coming out of a tough situation. And don't forget, re start building that next contingency plan as well. Perfect. Thank you so much, uh, Michael. I'd like to thank everyone for joining us today. I'm Anna Steinfest, and I'm joined today by my co-host, Michael Troyer. Keep watching for us at Lessons in Success. This podcast was brought to you by the Green Bay Packers Mentor-Protege Program and the Digital Department of Northeast Wisconsin Technical College.